right, all right, all right. Welcome back to a new episode of the OG Are You Entertained podcast. I'm Trey Alessio alongside the homie Brandon Ogden. It is 2023. Uh, we normally do our New Year's joke, but I think that might be played out after you know two or three years, so we'll keep it rolling. Uh, if you're new to the program, we break down all the latest in the entertainment news, give our opinions on all things related to pop culture. We love music, movies, TV, and sports, and we've got a fun show planned for you guys today as always it's been a minute strap in we got a lot to get to and let's get it popping brandon what up how are you how's life it's good just living the dream living the dream every day all right sounds good me as well um we always start our show off with our shoot the shit segment uh where we talk about any songs or albums we've listened to TV shows, movies we've watched, funny stories we'd like to tell since the last podcast. The last one we did was our favorite uh, year-end podcast where we do our top 10 everything. Um, So that was fun. So it's been a little bit since we uh, hopped on a pod. Um, I have a lot that I've already started to be – started towards my 2023 top 10 Mm -hmm. list already. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I can just give a list of what I have watched already, but have you – have you watched anything that has been worthy to talk about? No, the only thing is we saw it together was Knock on the Cabin, right. which I would hope it doesn't make our yeah. top ten, but right. <laughs> maybe it does. Uh, other than that, no, I have not. Last of Us is on my to do list. Yes, I you just, have to. I just haven't started it yet. If we if you were watching if you were watching that, we would definitely have have to break yeah. it down in detail, but since you haven't, I won't spoil. I will just say it is good. It is awesome. Um, there are two episodes in particular in there. I think number three in general, if you can get past what it is, um, and that, you know, I have no issue with it, but I could see how some people would, I don't know if you know any of what it is. Nope. Um, but it is one of the most beautiful episodes of television I've seen in a long fucking time. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it. It's just we'll have to discuss it when you when you get there. We will. Um, it's amazing. Um, I actually watched. This is an old movie, but I just want to bring it up because I love Martin Scorsese. Uh, they put the King of Comedy mm. on um, Hulu with De Niro. Joker spinoff. It seriously, I got heavy vibes. I mean, obviously the Joker pulled off of King of Comedy, but. Honestly, it's a top tier Scorsese movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a lot more tame than you know the Goodfellas yeah. and the Departeds and stuff like that. But highly recommend it. Um, that's an old one. I could give you all the new shows in my rotation and uh, you know Knock at the Cabin. That's on my list too. Yeah. But The Last of Us, Shrinking, which is uh, uh, Apple TV. Yep, that's Harrison another Ford. one I'd like to watch. It's yeah. awesome. Ted Lasso vibes. It just a feel good comedy. It, it's awesome. Poker Face, which is the uh, Ryan Johnson knives out vibes, uh, murder of the uh, mystery of the week type uh, show, really fun. Uh, the new episode is out today. I'll be watching that later tonight. Excited to check that out. Mary Kingstown with Jeremy Renner, really, really good. I would say um, probably better than Tulsa King with uh, Stallone, in my opinion. Your Honor, which is uh, Showtime with Brian Cranston. Uh, I didn't they they that was supposed to be a limited series. This is the second season. I didn't think it was necessary, but I'm low key really glad that they do have a second season because it's been really great so far. Um, I press play on another Apple TV show 
called Hello Tomorrow. I don't know if you've seen previews for it. I don't think so. Super weird, but um, it, it's fun. It, it's cool. Um, I've been watching The Bad Batch. Mm. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I I have not, and I, I, I don't think I'll probably yeah, do it. it, it it really, I think that might have been the last, uh, yesterday's episode might have been the last episode. It was episode 10, so I think it might be done. It's one of those where I'm just kind of watching to watch. And yeah. after I tell you the next one, this is the next one I'm about to say is really watching to watch. I don't know why I'm wasting my time with it, but uh, I watched Velma. Um, I don't oh, know if you've yeah. heard of this. Mindy Kaling. Yeah, Mindy yeah. Kaling. I really wanted to like this. Just because it's Minnie Kaling and it it really I don't know if you've ever heard of or seen previews for or whatever the animated Harley Quinn show. Yeah. It wants to be that so bad. Like it's TVMA. It wants to be the, you know, adult humor. And it is just not that. I don't know why I stuck through and watched this whole tough. ten episodes, but yeah, it was tough. But uh I can put it in my in my list. It will more than likely be at the end. Um and then Movie wise, knock at the cabin. Uh, we'll see if it makes the list. My only beef with that movie, it felt like everything just happened. Like there wasn't a huge twist that you were expecting M Night Shyamalan to to have. Um, I thought I thought Bautista was good in it. Um, it just it was okay. Like I, I didn't yeah. love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It was fine. Um, I also on our, my list, I have uh, we booked our New York trip. We did. We're going to New York. We. Uh, we're going to see Yankees Mets. That'll be dope. Um, I think we're hoping to tr- go to Tribeca Film Fest. We'll yep. see what happens there. But uh, we have both never been to New York, so eh, I've been to New York. You've been to New York. I've been to New York. Really? Yes. I guess I did not know this. Yes, I've been to New like, York. Like in conscious, like not when you were a baby, because I feel like I've been when I was a baby. But yeah, I was like, uh, like twelve maybe. Okay, so you've been. Yeah, I did not know this. I thought we were experiencing it for the first time together. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. All right. I'm still excited, though. So you probably don't want to do all the touristy shit because you've probably done that. Oh, I mean, I was 12. So it's you, a lot different you, you doing shit as a grown up. as an adult. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because I definitely want to do the touristy shit. Okay. Um, that's our shoot the shit segment. Um, let's get into some movies and TV talk. Uh, we're going to start off with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um it's a rare occasion when we don't see a Marvel movie together. Yeah. It didn't work out this time, but we'll have to do the next. Is the next one Guardians? Yeah. So we'll have to hit that one together. But um, I know we've both seen it. I think we both have a lot of thoughts. I'm excited to kind of talk about it with you. Um, so, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, this is going to be spoiler filled. So if you haven't seen it, fast forward or pause or do whatever you got to do. Um, but first off, just what are your overall thoughts on the movie in general? Um, I guess thumbs up, thumbs down, and we'll break it down further. But I guess were you a fan? Were you not a fan? Was it decent for you? What what you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't great. Um, performances in it were strong. I thought the best part of it was – well, two things. Jonathan Majors, yeah. and then the other part was the comedy. Like I thought yeah. it was actually a genuinely pretty funny sure. movie. Um, some parts that didn't work for me, especially the end, oh, which dude. I think just kind of yeah. left me with like a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the – I'll let you go, but I yeah, think the overall good. discourse of it's interesting, and I want to kind of talk on that too. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more about Jonathan Majors. I think he has – one of the brightest futures in Hollywood right now, especially this year. 
um, with Ant-Man and Creed coming out. And I know he's in uh, this big uh, Sundance movie that uh, got a lot of love. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes because I really like him as an actor. I thought he did a really good job as Kang. I think uh, I, more of my beef with Kang is how they use, utilized him in the storytelling aspect. Um, yeah, like you said, the ending definitely – for me – the end, like I was entertained throughout the whole movie. Same. I thought it was a really fun movie. It honestly felt like Star Wars a little bit. Like that is the MCU Star Wars movie. Like I don't know. I just got those vibes. Um, there were funny parts. They had a cool villain, but the ending it truly just wiped all of this. That that was my big thing going in this movie. I'm like, they're introducing Kang. He's gonna be the big bad moving forward. They have to give this movie some stakes. Like. I want to see Marvel have the balls to kill off a hero or give give a villain some some empathetic motives that we can empathize with or something to that degree where it just it feels like there's some weight to the movie. It's not just this fun-loving comedy that we're just kind of the last phase just rolls on and keeps going. And unfortunately, that's what it was. Like the ending Unless I guess let's just spoil it since we're talking about the ending. Basically, um, you know, Kang, Kang, Ant-Man and the Wasp win (laughs) and Kang essentially dies. Yeah, he gets killed. He gets killed and Ant-Man and Wasp, they are basically sacrificing themselves, but then they get sucked back into the real world, basically wiping any like stakes. That was my biggest thing. All of the stakes that the the movie built up and the big bad um, you would think moving forward is going to have to have some clout, it all got wiped with him dying and Ant-Man and uh, Wasp just getting sucked back to the regular world. I don't know. That that was the biggest thing that didn't work for me um, was the ending that, like I said, the the all the weight that they built up, they essentially just wiped it away with the ending. So um, I don't know. I like 99% agree. I think okay. 1% disagree. So <laughs> because of the end credit scene with the council of Kangs, right. there's still a little bit of stakes, but I think they still made mistakes. Um, someone should have died. They could have easily killed Hank Pym and his wife. Yeah. Uh, I forget her name. Yeah. Uh, and it's not necessarily like I need somebody to die. I need some blood. Like I, I just. No, they needed something dramatic. Right. They needed be essential because they chose the main bad villain moving forward to be this movie's big bad. Yeah. It, and it just felt like if to me it, thinking about it in a broad spectrum, it's like, OK, if Ant-Man and Wasp can kill the the Conqueror variant of Kang, the next two Avengers movies should be a piece of cake, right? Well, and he who remains was killed by right. uh Selvi Sel- or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. The, so if they didn't want to kill anybody, the the easiest solution to this could have just been like King somehow goes through the portal right. with them right. and now he's on earth. 100%. That's a easy thing. Yes. Just and, like let him survive and, the but fact like, that he died. And that way like Ant-Man doesn't know, like no one knows. Right. And King like comes to our earth and is like all right. right, now I'm just going to wreck this shit because right. you guys tried to fight me. Right. Yeah, they 
they dropped the ball. They had a real opportunity, and they 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 dropped it. And I'm trying to think, like, in my storytelling brain, like, how how do you avoid a mistake like that? And I don't know if the answer would have been to maybe make a different villain be the main villain for this movie. Like, if you make Modok the main villain, would that have worked? And then maybe have so. maybe not Modok specifically, but just another villain be the main villain and have the presence of Kang in the background, similar yeah. to what they did with Thanos. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is right. Then it just feels like we're just retreading the Thanos storyline. So that's so probably, probably why they didn't that. do that is because they didn't want to copy and paste. Yeah. I just think Kang shouldn't have died or gone into the little whatever right. thing he did where he, it exploded. That was an easy fix. It does feel like was Kang introduced cinematically because obviously he's in Loki, but was he introduced the right way? Like, was this actually the right movie? Right. 4K or should it have been a lead up where like they get sucked down here and like everyone's talking like, you don't want to mess with this guy. And then like at the very end, they find it's Kang. Right. Right. And I love how they let it up. Cause in the beginning yeah. of the movie, they're like, they're not even saying his name. They're just like, you don't want to fuck with him. You don't want to mess with him. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is going to, he's going to be a yeah. badass. And, and he was know. a badass. And he and was, he, he, he was. gave a great performance. Right. I'm not sure he was in the same movie as everyone else. Cause everybody else like had some comedy and stuff. And he right. was very straight laced. Right. But yeah, they, they dropped the ball. Yeah, I know. Even the introduction of like how he got there, like he was exiled by the other Kang, and you see him first, th first thing in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay, yeah, I don't know that that really worked. So, I don't know. I think so. Like the overall discourse of it, I, I think you have it in the doc that mm -hmm. like critics didn't like it, right? Uh, fans did. Yeah, um, but even on social media, there was a lot of blowback on it from fans and i i think it's it's more so a marvel problem than yep. an ant-man problem like yeah. i think if you just take this movie as what it is um people would like it a lot more but because we've had a year and a half of average marvel mm -hmm. and not sub like not top tier marvel I think people are just kind of lumping it all together. Yeah. And that's kind of why you're seeing the discourse that you're seeing. And even to piggyback that, I think it's also we know Kang is going to play a huge part in the overall MCU moving forward. And Yeah. I just think that is another piece why people are down on it a little bit. I guess let me let me say the, the numbers and then we can kind of get into that a little bit more. So the critics gave this movie, at least when I as of when I was making this uh, doc, uh, 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, while the audience score was currently at 84%. Um, I believe that is the biggest divide in critics and audience on a MCU movie. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, I, I think the, the, the problems we stated are probably, you know, the reasons why the critics don't like, I'd like to think of a critic. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but would you agree? Like, do you think that's why it's kind of critically being yeah, I think thumbs so. down? And uh, I, th I think just the Marvel fans like the funness of it. Is that why you think it's high on the on the yeah um, the 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 audience fun side? the comedy the theatrics of of yeah. the quantum realm and it felt like they 
it felt like so you think you said it was like Marvel Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think it was Marvel's answer to everything everywhere all okay. at once. Sure. Where like you have like a broccoli person. Yeah. You have right. Like the pink, I love the ooze the dude. That was pretty funny. Lady. Yeah. And so I I feel like that's what they were going for more, and it's just like everything everywhere kind of did it better. Yeah. And first. Right. More importantly, so it kind of fell a little bit flat from that standpoint. I don't know. It was it was a fine movie. It just I think everybody because they moved up that like this was the first movie in the new phase. Mm-hmm. Everybody had like oh shit expectations, and yeah. it was just a little bit short of that. Right. Which right. ultimately also kind of hurts it within right. the discourse. I want to talk about Modoc because our converse like we have this little group chat um, at off you know um, off the podcast with a buddy of ours, and I know he really enjoyed Cam. Cam was really enjoying Modoc, and I thought I, I got vibes like you enjoyed Modoc too. I'm kind of on the fence with the Modoc character. I like I was fine with them bringing back the the Darren character. Yeah, um, that was funny and cool. I just I think my expectations for that character were skewed a little bit, maybe because they had an animated Modoc show that I actually enjoyed with Patton uh, Oswalt. Oswald. Yeah, and it was super funny. So I don't know if like I wanted more funny or if because they also sprinkled him him trying to kind of be a badass. So I don't know if it was the mix that yeah. kind of threw me off a little. I just I don't know. I didn't love the Modoc character. It is like, jarring when you first see. His oh, face I know. It's and so you're just weird. Like, what the hell is that? Right, right. I thought like at the end it was funny when he's like, "I'm an Avenger." Yeah, like, that part was like funny. that shit was funny. I like it. He definitely could have been handled with more humor, but because it was Darren and because there was that personal resentment, it is yeah. like it's hard to do humor with that when those characters have such history and for sure. it's really a, a hatred that yeah. they kind of share for each other. Yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, any other kind of The Bill Murray we have part to... was just kind of like yeah. a, a waste. Yeah, well, the, the weird part about that specifically is like they tried to like kind at least from my perspective, they for like the marketing of it, they it felt like they tried to kind of hide like his role in it leading yeah, up did. to the movie and it's like I don't know why they really had to do that because he didn't have a role. I mean, that was <laughs> that's pretty true. Yeah, I mean, it was a marketing ploy. Of right. Just hey, Bill Murray's in this movie. Right. Go see it. Right. Um, yeah, he was cool. I, like you said, Jonathan Majors, I thought was good. It's just the handling of the character specifically, I didn't love. Um, but even like when he's like torturing Cassie and like. Like, that shit was awesome. Yeah. And it was like he was menacing and have I killed you before. Right. And then he gets overtaken by ants. Right. Like, it's just that's like, what, yeah. Uh, I didn't love the whole ant thing at the end. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, I did thought, I did think it was pretty cool how um, when he got closer to uh, whatever he was, the whatever he was trying to get for Kang and they multiplied. I thought that was kind of visually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very mixed on this movie. Um, but that leads me to, I think, the question on all you know, Marvel fans' minds uh, and maybe just movie fans in general minds. Um, have we officially reached a point where Marvel, maybe superhero overall or even just blockbuster overall fatigue? I just... I say that because we have reached a point where we've consecutively gotten kind. I don't want to say mid because I know that's makes me a fucking Twitter dweeb, 
but like kind of consecutive mid Marvel movies. Um, and I just, are we at a point yet where we are officially in Marvel fatigue or just superhero movie fatigue? Yeah, probably. But I think all it takes is like one great movie. And so like, I think guardians can be that movie. Yeah. And like, if we get a great guardians movie, then I think everybody's going to be like, Oh shit. Okay. Here we're we go. back. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like there is fatigue, but there's also a longing for like, we want something bring great. It, bring it back to right, to right. where it was. And once you do that, people will be like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. No, absolutely. I and mean, I think. And I think that was part of the problem for Ant-Man was I think people were expecting that expecting for that. Ant-Man and they didn't get that. Right. And so that led to like. Eh. Right. And I think I, I know I, I think we have different takes on like the Batman. I think that's why I really, really enjoyed the Batman is because. It was so unique and it was so different than all the superhero movies out right now. Um, I don't know. I, I go back and I've also I've contemplated maybe doing like an article or like a like a maybe video or something on this. Uh, I recall Damon Lindelof who did Watchmen. Um, he was a showrunner for Watchmen. He's done a bunch of shit. He did Lost. Um, super brilliant. He's uh, currently I think working on a um, Star Wars movie or trilogy i don't know but i think he had a quote saying that we have marvel has to make us miss miss it a little bit like take some time off in order to like miss it a little bit and i i i don't know if that's the answer but i i yeah. try to think of a world where they take some time like it, yeah I it's mean, just it's not just gonna, not gonna happen, happen. Yeah. i know because the money but Similar to where Star Wars did, and it's not going to really happen for Star Wars either just because we're in this streaming era where they have to pump out content, but where um, the prequel trilogy and the, that, that gap, and then they brought back the sequel trilogy, which for like it, for better or for worse, the, we can talk about the sequel trilogy for Star Wars, but they took that huge time to where when they dropped Force Awakens – it was this, oh, my God, I'm so ready for Star Wars again. I wonder if there is a path where Marvel can navigate that a little bit. And I don't know if it has to be five, ten years. I'm not saying that. But maybe let it breathe a little. And I don't know. I, I just wonder what that would look like. Yeah, it's not going to happen. The answer to that is make great fucking movies with great characters. Because what you can do is give us time in between when we see our heroes on screen. Yeah. So, if people really love uh, Falcon as Captain America, well, by the time we see that next Falcon movie, it's going to be, what, like two years since we've seen him? Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to space out the characters in a way where there is a little bit of, like, okay, right. I haven't seen Wanda in a really long time. I want to see Wanda. Right. And it just feels like. We haven't gotten that. Like Wanda's in uh, WandaVision, and then she Doctor turns Strange. around, she's in Doctor Strange. Yeah. And yeah. so when you have great characters, you have to strategically use them right. to where you're building up that anticipation. But that, again, all comes back to the execution of right. you got to give us good characters with good storylines and put them in properties that are actually good yeah and, and really they can't be good they have to be great right and i i don't know i part of maybe it's just nature of the the time we're in the streaming era yeah. where they have disney plus they have hbo max they, i think you they, know, made they, have, they have with, to pump out content. with doing so many shows last yeah. year i yeah. think that was a mistake and i think they've realized that and i think 
they'll be better about how they time out their shows and their movies yeah. um, and some of that. And so I, I think I th- we've, we've talked about this, I think on the podcast before, but, um, and I don't know if we specifically talked about she Hulk, but I think specifically with she Hulk, I think both of us didn't love it in the beginning, but by the end yeah. when that's, that's a prime example where the, the, the shows before that, limited themselves to six episodes where that one I think was nine or something yeah, like that. Something like that. And it gave it room to grow a little bit. Yeah. And by the end, the meta thing where she jumps out and uh, finds Kevin Feige fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like it, it, I just, I, I ended up really enjoying Same. She-Hulk. So did I. And I don't know. I just think they're, they are learning and they're growing similar to Andor with, uh, with star Wars. It's 12 episodes. Like, when they when they allow it to be an actual TV show, I think that you know it, yeah. it's better. It's better. Yeah. When they don't shove it a movie into a limited series, I don't know. So they are navigating that, and I think it, it, I think part of it is just the nature of the streaming era that we're in. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting to uh, interesting to think about. Uh, any other Marvel uh, Ant Man talk? any takes i'll just be curious to see where we see kang next right if it's just loki season two or yeah uh what we do well, we'll i will sure say it that. was kind of cool seeing the council of kangs and yeah. all the different like variants they're starting to touch the multiverse that was pretty cool yeah I yeah that, line. that that was so that was cool and yeah. it'll be interesting to see like it's cool for jonathan majors that like he's not going to be play, playing the same character over right. and over again and see kind of how he he differentiates all those different characters i wonder like how many and i i don't know this quite this answer but like i wonder how many like you how many variants you can pick out in the comics like are there a whole wide variety there are okay okay because i was under the impression you know kang the conqueror was like the main kang no so we're not really gonna there's four main kings okay so he was one of them Kang and the then, Conqueror. Yeah. And, and then, then the, the Egyptian looking showed, one, maybe. Yeah, Rumatut. Okay, so you know some uh, of the names. I don't remember the other two. <laughs> Shit, I'm putting you on blast. I'm yeah. sorry. No. Okay. Well that that's I guess that's that's good to know. That yeah. that reassures me a little bit with that. Okay. Um let's move or on. Or even you know what they could have done? It is Kang could have been a scroll or something and you set up secret yeah. wars. Yeah, that's true. Because that's coming this year, right? Yes. Like in the summer? Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be a really good... I'm excited for that one. Yep. I know you've been really excited for that. So Okay. All right. Um, let's move on to a uh, little Oscar noms and maybe uh, some predictions. Um, down for that? Yep. All right. Uh, do you want me to list them off? Right? No. I know you're the, you're the name guy. If you want, Do you want to do it? We have two. Yeah, we have two of these. We have Grammy noms later, and All these right. ones. So, all right, best supporting actress. So these are Oscar noms: uh, Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hong Chao for The Whale, Carrie Condon for the ban- uh This is the only one I don't. Yeah, know. the band. I think it's pronounced Insurin. Insurin. Okay. That's how we're gonna. Jamie Lee Curtis it. for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Stephanie Hsu sure. for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. So for this one, I don't know. I've been trying to kind of follow the award season. And I know you listen to some podcast. I don't know yeah. if you kind of have been listening to your award season podcast and everything. Um, I am under the impression that Angela Bassett is the 
kind of front runner for this. I don't know. Um, I could see maybe Jamie Lee Curtis getting some love for everything, everywhere, all at once. But if I had to give a firm prediction, I would probably say Angela Bassett for Black Panther. Yeah, I think Angela Bassett's the pretty big favorite there. The favorite. So I would be pretty shocked if she doesn't win. Okay. Cool. Uh, best supporting actor: uh, Brandon Gleason, Brendan Gleason for Banshees of Inchirin, uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Kehogan for the uh, Ban- Banshees. You can just say, say Banshees. Banshees. Okay. <laughs> and Kei Hoi Kwan for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Good pronounce. I like that. good stuff. Maybe wrong. Um, I am going to ch- so. I could see them showing love for K-Way Kwan, um, the dude from, you know, it would be the story from him uh, being in, is it Indiana Jones, or Go- is it Goonies or Indiana Jones? And it's Indiana Jones, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Indeed. I Indy. think so. Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm exposing myself because yeah. I haven't seen Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, but in uh, him taking the hiatus from acting and then making his return in this movie, I could see that being the storyline that they want to show love for, but... I am personally pulling for um, – I lost his name, sorry. Uh, Barry Keoghan or whatever his name is. Um, I, I could see him maybe pulling to lead because I think he's gotten some wins in the past, like maybe the BAFTAs or whatever. Um, I just go back to the one line in that movie. And I, I know you, I don't think you could finish that movie. You couldn't, couldn't get through it, yeah. right? Um, but there's this one line in it. And it's been kind of making its way on Twitter. Um, he kind of like asked this the girl in the movie. He's like, "You wouldn't be uh, interested in falling in love with a guy like me?" And she says, "Oh no!" And I don't know. It, it's like I'll have to show you the scene. It's heartbreaking, but um, that scene alone, I think, will get him this this win if he does win. But that's my pick. Who are you gonna go with? Uh, you're definitely wrong. Uh, Kehei Kwan is is the favorite, b- huge favorite. Really, he's one of the biggest favorites. Are you looking at odds right now? I was. Okay. Yeah, he he's one of the biggest favorites. Damn. So I'm night. picking the upset. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> All right. Didn't last year you uh, filled something out and almost fucking won some money? Yeah. Are you gonna try and do that again? Yeah, it was ESPN. It was a trip to the Oscars. Oh, all right. Uh, for the next year, I went twenty-two out of twenty-three. Shit. So you're going K-Way Kwong, yeah. not Barry. That, that will. <laughs> Damn yes. it. Okay. All right. Best lead actress. We have Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough uh, to Leslie. Uh, have you heard some of the stories about how she got nominated? You know. I I I, okay, I we'll, don't know the story, we'll but yeah, you'll have to tell me. Yeah, uh, Michelle Williams for the Fablemans and Michelle Yao for uh, everything. Everything. Yep. Okay, so I think this is a a two pronged approach. I it's think two horse race, yeah. right? Um, I think it's Kate Blanchett for Tar and Michelle Yao or Yeo, however you say her name. I'm, I apologize for everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know. I watched Tar. I didn't love Tar. Um, I could. I think I told you I could see how this could be like an Oscar-y movie that yep. they will really appreciate. It's a very character-driven movie, so I think I'm going to give it to Kate Blanchett. I per, my personal, if I had to choose my favorite performance on this list, it would be Michelle Yeoh and everything ever. I just love everything everywhere. Yeah. Kate Blanchett's um, a very short favorite, so okay. it's it's between those two. Okay. I'll give it to Kate Blanchett just because. I think everything everywhere is going to do really, 
really well in yeah, other parts. Other parts. Um, I think I think the where they're trying to get love for the Kate Blanchett type character is um they could see I think I think it's maybe opening the door for a character uh, like a woman character to be jarring and disturbed like that without spoiling the movie. I know you probably don't care if fine. I spoil the yeah. movie, but um she kind of falls into this like mental state where she's falling apart. I don't know. I like I said, I could see how the Oscars would like this movie. I just it's a tough watch. I think it's also Kate Blanchett is probably the best actress in the world right now. Yeah, she's really and good. So people want to recognize her for that. And that's fair. So the uh, Riseboro story. Yeah, yeah. Tell me that. Because I've seen some things floating around yeah. on Twitter. So this movie grossed like eighteen hundred bucks or so, <laughs> something ridiculous. No one saw the movie. Yeah. But the dude who directed it or produced it or whatever... Uh, his wife's like an actress and they did like a bunch of hostings of the movie and like huh. got like all these big celebrities to like basically endorse really? her as like for best actress. Okay. And so because it's uh, only actors that vote for nominees and stuff uh, enough of like the big actresses that they were going to vote for her that she like just squeaked by and really the nomination, even though like no one's seen the movie. So is the her. outside world, like mad at that process yeah or is because it it's all just politic right and like right bullshit yeah. that she got nominated that's interesting i i did not i i saw it was being talked about i guess I didn't people know the were also pissed because viola davis got left right off the and, woman king yeah that's fair so basically took her uh took her nom basically yeah, yeah. so the last two are by far like the, can i say one more thing yeah, about uh blonde on the armas i find it interesting that like blonde was so critically like panned and everyone hated it but i think in all of the award nominations on the armas has gotten at least a nom she's not gonna win i know but yeah. i don't know i i blonde is a thinker for me like i i, I won't get into it but it, it, i do not think it is as bad as people say you have to know going in it's not a biopic yeah. That's th that is it, but okay, yeah. All right, Sorry. best lead actor. So you have Austin Butler for Elvis. He still talks like Elvis, like <laughs> yeah. three years later. Yeah. Colin Farrell for Banshees. Brandon Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nighy. Nighy. I don't know how do you pronounce that. This so, is a tough one for yeah, me. Yeah. So this is really like a three horse race. Right. right. Uh, it's 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 pretty close across the board. Uh, I think. The conventional wisdom is between Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler. Okay. And Colin Farrell is kind Colin of a Farrell close is maybe third, the third, but that's probably fair. Yeah, and so uh, Brendan just, Fraser's winning most of like the lead up awards yeah. outside of the Globes, uh, yeah. where Austin Butler won. It's fascinating because the whale didn't really get nominated for anything else. Right. No one really liked the movie. But people love Brandon Fraser. They love the story. Mm -hmm. um, but we've also seen these like musical biopics like win major awards. Right. We saw Remy Malek win yep. for Bohemian. Right. Uh, the Elton John movie. I think he was nominated. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so this is a fascinating. It really list. is. I'll be curious because Elvis see. just does not strike me as an Oscar movie. Yet yeah. it got nominated for Best Picture. We'll talk about that in a minute. Biopics, yeah. It really is. But if it's me, I'm going Brendan Fraser. Um, I, I enjoyed The Whale. I could see how maybe some people didn't love it and how it is um, divisive, if you will. But uh, I'm going Brendan Fraser. I could see how um, Austin Butler would get the dub. 
I think it's really just because he embodied Elvis and he is Elvis now. I, I don't know. Yeah, I find it kind of annoying. I think it's a yeah. shtick. I really hope Brendan Fraser wins. You're I, hoping I, Brendan Fraser. We can't Fraser. reward this bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it was a, it was a fine movie. Like I enjoyed Elvis, but I just, I don't know. Like it just feels like an Oscar performance for Brendan Fraser, and just the storyline of him kind of being yeah. ousted from Hollywood and him coming back. I think that's cool. I would agree. I hope he wins. All right, and then the big one, Best Picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water. Uh, I never saw it. Uh, Banshees, <laughs> Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, mm-hmm. Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. So first thing, I think it's it's interesting that they're starting to include kind of these blockbustery, um, like Top Gun, which yeah. I think is cool because I think we both were high on Top Gun. Yeah. Was it your number one? I think so. Yeah. Um, it was in my top ten. I don't remember where I put it, but. Cool that they're showing love to kind of the blockbuster movies. Although it didn't give love to Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I personally do not think Avatar should be on this list. I don't know why the hell it's on yeah, this I list. To see it. It's, I don't know. And it's funny because <laughs> walking out of the movie, I go, they're going to hit every element. Because, okay, I'll just spoil it for you guys. I'm sorry. It is literally the exact same movie as the first one. Which wasn't a great But movie. underwater. Literally, they sprinkle in a couple kid characters, so there's a family aspect. Yeah, great. Literally the same movie underwater. It's the same fight scene at the end where they're <laughs> battling out. Same exact structure of the movie, just underwater. And I was, I made a so joke it's, walking it's, out of the movie, and I was like, they're going to hit every element. Watch. And what happens? I don't know if you saw this in the news. They announced the third one is a fire world. <laughs> they are really doing every fucking it's thing. Like, it's uh, going to be the same exact story. Fast and Furious. They're just like taking it to like different countries. Yeah, and different elements. And so it's going to be fire. The fourth one's going to be like a rock world or something fucking weird. Just so, yeah, it's just funny. Um, I'm surprised it got nominated. But anyway, um, for me, I think I... I wasn't as high on Banshees as like the Hollywood community or the movie going um, community. It was good. It was fine. I do think it's a movie that grows on you. Um, I think it has elements of humor and drama in it. So in that regard, it kind of is in its own world. I could honestly see a path where it wins. Um, If it's me, I'm picking everything everywhere all at once. I, it is slowly – this is a hot take, and I, I'm fine to give my hot takes on this podcast, but it is slowly creeping into a top ten movie of all time for me. I've watched it three times now, um, twice in theaters. It's just such a fun, unique movie. It's one of the most unique movies I've Absolutely. ever seen in my life. Um, it has everything. It's funny. There's a little humor – or. Um, horror aspect to it there's drama there's emotion it's just it's a great movie i love it i'm picking that movie um i don't know how it's going to fare but um a few months ago i would have said fablemans but i think that's kind of trending downward in the odd makers eyes yeah uh but i would have said it would have been fablemans or everything everywhere but now i think it's more banshees and everything yeah so for odds purposes, everything's the favorite. Okay. Minus 300. So, a pretty decent favorite. Uh, Banshees is second. What do you think is third? Banshees is second. Um, don't tell me it's Elvis. It's all quiet on really? the Western front. I haven't watched it. I've heard that's like a yeah. three hour Elvis, movie and it's all in German. Yeah. Elvis is sixth. 
Top okay. Gun's fourth, Fablemans is fifth. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I think so. I think everything everywhere wins. Um, I'd like to see Top Gun Maverick win, and my like big upset pick would be Tar. Tar. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I. If it wins, you have to watch. Yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> I won't like it, but I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's tough. It's like a three-hour movie, and it's just all like like symphony jargon, and it's, yeah, it's Bradley interesting. Bradley Cooper's got another one coming. Another yeah. Sympathy, symph- See, that one I'm hoping to be more movie. like Stars Born vibes. Like, I love the Stars Born, but... Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't high on tar, but I could see how the, the Academy liked it. But All right, those those are our uh, Oscar predictions. Um, next up on our list is uh, James Gunn. He recently revealed the upcoming slate for DC now that he is co-president, co-creator, creator something of the upcoming DC universe. Um, so I guess I'll list off all this, and then we can talk about what we want to see, what we don't care for, or whatever. I'll just kind of go rapid fire. Uh, so the first thing he said in his little announcement video was Matt Reeves, Batman, and the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, and the animated like Teen Titans Go show, those type of things will be will fall under what they're calling DC Elseworlds. So they're still going to exist. They're technically outside of the DC connected universe so that's at least good to know i'm really glad that batman isn't going to be touched and looped into the world because i'm i'm glad that it's going to stay in its own dark grounded world Um, but the first thing the first announcement was an animated tv series called creature commandos um don't really know much about the characters i will say gun said uh the voice actors will play these characters when they jump to live action he said which is smart i do yeah like i that. i agree i they agree did that a lot for uh uh what was the marvel one the only one what was if. what if yeah, yeah and that they a really lot did. of the same characters voiced right and that that's, that's really the only one yeah otherwise it's kind of trippy it's messy and annoying, it's messy you know? for sure um the next one on his list was waller uh, which is a live action TV series on HBO Max that follows Amanda Waller, who we've been introduced to in Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Uh, Gunn also said that characters from Peacemaker will show up in that show. I just, uh, I have no interest. Yeah, I'll watch it because I watched Peacemaker and thought it was fine. Um, but yeah, the next the next one specifically, ha- I have no interest in. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods leads into the flash which will reset the dc universe um after that i didn't even see the first shazam i saw it it's fine very much a family movie like yeah it's nothing special um after that we have blue beetle and aquaman the lost the lost kingdom um that will round out this year to me it kind of feels like, okay, they've made these movies. They have to put them out. Yeah. They're not connected. Let's just say the Flash is going to reset it. It probably has something to do with multi- like DC's use, uh, version of multiverse, and that's how they can connect it. It kind of felt like a cop-out a little bit, but fine. I'll deal. Uh, the next one on his list was Superman Legacy. Uh, he says it marks the true beginning of the DCU. Gunn is currently writing this movie. I know we've talked about Superman in the past. Superman just really doesn't do it for me. I just don't care for the godlike 
heroes that can do everything. I'm more of a Batman guy who doesn't have powers and is grounded and I can kind of relate to. Yeah, it's also like Batman and Spider-Man in the sense like we don't fucking need their their story. The origin story. We've seen it a million times. We get it. We really do. And the tricky thing with that is they basically didn't bring – they announced they weren't bringing back Henry Cavill – in order to have a younger version of Superman, which leads you to believe we're going to get the fucking yeah. origins again. It's the start of the DCU. We right. kind of have to have the origins. The real thing, the real question I have at least is, is it going to be kind of that that James Gunn stamp of kind of humor like that we get with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, or is it going to be darker? I think he has to be careful, though, because if we, like, at the DCEU, because he's got his hand in literally everything. Like, he's writing a lot of this right. shit, which is fine. I like James Gunn, but I don't want a whole universe of just James Gunn. Yeah, I agree. Because otherwise it feels like there's no meaning, there's no depth. Like, it's and, it's very, like, it's comic booky, which yeah. is what it is, yeah. but... It just we need a little more gravitas yeah. to what James Gunn has previously written. I, I agree. I will defend him in the fact I don't know if you actually got a chance to watch the whole video of I him talking. Most of it. It, yeah. Um he kind of made it a point to say storytelling is king, number yeah. one, which I'm uh, I appreciate. And number two, he I think he had a point to say he wants every movie to feel unique and yeah. on its own. Um so that which is fine, that but that I means you can't be writing all these damn right. shows and movies, right? And yeah, it very well could be that he's going to bring in more people. I mean, he's going to have to. Um, anyway, the next one on the list is Lanterns. Uh, it will be a live action HBO Max show. I do like how they're utilizing their platforms like HBO Max and movies and uh, animation, and I think they even said gaming. They didn't announce any games, but I, I appreciate the continuity. Um, Gunn described this as an extraterrestrial detective story in the vein of True Detective. I'm on board for that. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Green Lantern's kind of a shitty character, but whatever. Yeah, I, I think the True Detective piece is what intrigues me. Yeah, it's just every Green Lantern we've ever seen on screen has been a flop. Even Ryan Reynolds couldn't see oh, yeah. Green Lantern. Right, and he famously makes fun of that. I yeah. love, I love Deadpool. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm here for that. I'll I'll watch that. Uh, um, we'll see we'll see again if it's dark like True Detective. Um, we'll see. The next on the list is uh, The Authority. It will be a live action movie where these heroes interact with the main DCU characters. Gunn said The Authority consists of heroes that believe the world is broken and will attempt to fix it by any means necessary. I don't know the way he described it. Kind of gave me Watchmen vibes. I don't know if you've ever watched the old Watchmen movie or the new I Watchmen the new series, show. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, have we, I love have that. we discussed it? Yeah. It was I great. don't know if we discussed it. I love that show. It was great. It's so fucking good. But I don't know. The way he described it, maybe a lighter version of Watchmen, because Watchmen is dark and heavy. I doubt it will be that, but just the name, The Authority, and yeah. with it being um, the broken and fix it by any means necessary, I kind of get that vibe. I'll be I'll, I'll be here for that. Uh, the next one is Paradise Lost. It will be a live-action HBO Max series that will take place um, in the birthplace of Wonder Woman. Gunn compared this series to Game of Thrones. If it's anything like Game of he Thrones, I'm here for it. I know that's high. That's high. That is high. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna 
compare all of our projects to like the best shows and movies out <laughs> right. on TV. Like, what are we doing? Right. Uh, I don't know. Like, I will Wonder Woman be in this? Actually, I think he did say it's like uh, years ahead of Wonder yeah. Woman, so maybe we won't see Wonder Woman. But I don't know. If it's Game of Thrones and politics, I'm here for it. I guess we'll see when it actually hits um, our streaming services. But next up is uh, the DCU's version of Batman will be introduced with The Brave and the Bold. It's going to be a movie. It is uh, Gun said Damon Wayne, Bruce Wayne's son, and a version of Robin will also appear in this movie. I don't know. I kind of got more like not dark Batman vibes. Maybe they're going to leave the Bat- uh, Robert Pattinson Batman be dark, and this will be more comic booky Batman, which I feel like I personally don't need <laughs> to see, but sure. What, what do you think of that? Yeah. It, You're, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. You, you don't seem too excited about too many of these <laughs> DCU. Uh, it's fine. Projects. It's, it's fine. fine. It's mid. Uh, the next one is Booster Gold. It's a live action TV series. Gunn said this is a character who is a loser and travels back in time to show off technology to prove his superhero status. He kind of made it sound like this is a universally loved character in the comic book universe which I am really not a part of. I'm more of the movie TV show guy, but apparently everyone loves this character in the comic book world. Um, sure, I'll watch it. Supergirl is next on the list. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. It's going to be an epic sci-fi movie. I'm kind of not too excited about that yeah, one. Zero chance I watch that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not too excited. I hate all variations of superheroes. Like Super, super Boy, Super Supergirl. Yeah, right. right. Batwoman, like I, the I, variation piece. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, and the last one that was announced was Swamp Thing. Apparently, it's going to be a dark horror movie. Um, Swamp Thing might be the only thing I actually am like really? somewhat intrigued by. Really? Yeah. The the thing that intrigues me about this, and I don't know, I can't confirm this, but I just kind of pieced it together. James Mangold, who did Logan, um, he's doing the new Indiana Jones movie. Uh, he retweeted Gun. Uh, James Gunn tweeted like a comic picture of Swamp Thing when close to the time where he announced this. And um, James Gold, I noticed, retweeted it. That makes me think he'll probably direct it. Cool. I, I don't know why he would retweet that other than if that's the case. Um, but yeah, those are that's what was announced. Uh, we kind of talked throughout yeah. that what, what we're really excited about, what we're really not. I guess what we can discuss do we like the direction the dc is heading here's what i would have done if i was in charge uh, if i was james gunn and they would have asked me you know what would you do what Mm -hmm. would your plan be i wouldn't have done a single superhero movie i would have laid out a vision of all the villains Nice. And just done. We're just going to build up these villains. Because they do. DC has dope ass villains. Exactly. Yeah. That would be cool. I would have led with the villains. Nice. Like the rogue gallery, I think is what they call it. Or maybe that's just Batman. Yeah. I don't know. You do a phase of villains and then you start to slowly introduce your your heroes. Because then they can. That would have been interesting. They can like kill off some of these C and D list heroes and it builds up. And then 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about it that way. That, that would have been be, way cooler. That'd be cool. Would have been way more unique. It would one hundred percent been way new, unique. Yeah. Like, yeah. Take the opposite approach of Marvel. Give this man a job at DC. Come on. I don't even want it. <laughs> I don't even want Fuck it. DC. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you're hiring, I'll take it. Uh, me too. Me too. Me too. It's just um, I, I don't know. It, the the problem is it feels like they went uh, with the Marvel approach of right. like we're gonna introduce like think back to Marvel Phase One, mm-hmm. like we're gonna introduce our world with like kind of lower tier superheroes and like slowly build up and it just I don't know. It's played out. Yeah, and like know. cool, they're doing different variations and like a horror movie and a budding, you know, father son movie. Right. But like, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be weird to see how it's all connected if it's all yet so different. Because I think if you look at it, Marvel, it's an action comedy series of movies throughout. Really, there's no very like. Some are funnier than others, you know, and some are more comedy. Some are you can argue like the new uh, Doctor Strange's horror, but I would still categorize overall as an action comedy. It feels like they are trying to make individually more unique things in this DCU. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It could work. I, I I do believe in James Gunn. I think. Him as a storyteller, I, I, I like, and the fact that he's saying storytelling is king, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I hope they figure just, it out. He's a storyteller, but is he a creator? Is he like uh, a mastermind? Uh, yeah, is he a Kevin Feige? Uh, yeah, right. It's it, a lot, those yet to be way determined. different things. Yet to be determined for sure. Um, one thing that I know we probably don't really care about i just saw this before we hopped on the podcast uh warner brothers announced today that they plan on revamping the lord of the rings franchise with new movies um i'll be honest i tried to watch the amazon prime series i couldn't get into it i I, I did you even give it a try have you watched the movies i'll be honest i have not i did not watch the hobbit movie i watched like the actual lord of the rings trilogy can can you can you pitch me on these movies like is it worth my time (laughs) Yeah, especially especially is. like if they're doing these new movies. Like if you're watching Velma and Bad Batch, <laughs> you can fucking watch <laughs> Lord, of, Lord of, the of the Rings. Is better. Yeah, yeah one of them fair. won Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I just for me, it's like it's to like, me. It's not fast paced. It's not fast paced. For me, like from the outside looking in, I I see it and I'm like, okay, I have Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. I'm 100 percent picking Lord of the Rings, or are they completely different in the fact I can go in. With not that expectation. Well, they're similar. It's just one's three movies and one's seven shows. Yeah. Te- so like yeah, they're no, just I... differently paced. Right. Okay. But okay. Lord of the Rings does a really. Uh, it depends on how you want to view it. They do a nice job with pacing. There's a lot of walking. <laughs> a lot of walking. There's a lot of walking. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll give it a try one of these days. Um, yeah. Anything else on the movies TV front? No, I thought the rollout was kind of weird. Like he's just filming a hostage video walking through all of these like they didn't oh, do like for a, dc yeah like they didn't do a I marvel think it was, like event like a comic right, con or right. something like that i think it was more so because i think he because he's very transparent and just like he tweets randomly at times and at people um i think it was more so to cover his ass it's because i think he said that we will know the dc plan before the end of I don't know when this was January. And so the the last day of January, he just 
posted this video. I think it was yeah, more so to that's his fault. to appease the fans. Yeah, um, great. DC's already rushing shit. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Do I, think, I do appreciate do they've built into their like five year plan having three different actors play the same character. Or... Yeah, maybe he did say in the video he's like it's important to us that it's played by the same actor and yeah. We'll see when Ezra Miller does yeah. another fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> One more line of cocaine from Ezra, and then we'll see how that changes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I will allegedly. say... Allegedly. Allegedly. I will say, I do appreciate how transparent James Gunn is. Like He, he will say how it is on Twitter. He doesn't leave it up to the, the, like, the audience to make conspiracy theories. Like He will straight up tell you. That part I do appreciate. So... We will see. We will see what happens. All right. Should we kick it to music? Yeah. All right. Um, the Grammys uh, happened a couple weeks ago. It's this kind of old news, but um, figured we'd throw it in there because I think we're both Grammy fans. Um, I threw in some country this year just because I, oh, I know you. you're try- I'm trying oh, to show like you a Willie little Willie Nelson, love. I think, won fucking right. the best country album, which spare me okay see that's what i that's what i did it for because i know you could have a take i have zero takes but yeah you're more that's welcome to okay um yeah you want to list all these off or do we just want to do winners yeah that's fine that's yeah. we can do that uh or and then we can say like if you disagree with the winner yeah or, that's cool. that okay. works all right best pop album was harry's house by harry styles yeah with these nominees i mean <clears throat> I think this is tough because... This had to be one of the most stacked years in terms of stars. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the Grammys is always tough because it's kind of the intersection between critical acclaim and what's popular, you know? Um, I think a lot of people like to hate on the Grammys because they pick the popular one, where the critically acclaimed one that should win never actually wins. Um, I didn't actually listen to this album in full. Um, I, you know, I like, I like as it was, uh, I know you're a big fan of Lizzo and probably would say, I wouldn't this, say that. Well, I wouldn't say that the big fan of this album. I, I live with someone that is, a big uh, fan that of Lizzo. is what you said. I apologize. But yeah. it was a good album Yeah, and I would have liked to seen Lizzo win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really have no take on this. Really? I'm just glad ABBA didn't win. There's a weird ABBA comeback, which like, God bless them. Good for him, But why are they if nominated? Would have fucking won it. Nah, yeah, Jesus. I will say, I will say, uh, Lizzo's performance of the song special. I hadn't heard that before that performance. I really, I really enjoy that song. It's dope. It's good. Um, they have a remix with SZA that's on the radio now. That's yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. All right. Uh, best country song, which I know Trey has lots of opinions on this oh, yeah. category. Yeah. Till you can't by Cody Johnson. Fun fact: I've seen Cody Johnson. He nice. opened for Luke Combs. Um, is that your favorite dude, Luke Combs? Luke Combs is, which okay. he was nominated in this. Although I know. I was saw not, a couple where he didn't win, and I thought that was I figure that was like my bait for you. Yeah, I, I was. They did not nominate Luke Combs' best song. Doing this is a good song. Uh, it's also the name of the album, but that was not his best song. Okay. Uh, but this is a very good Cody Johnson song. I'm not a Cody Johnson fan. Erica likes him. He's uh, like a rodeo cowboy. Yeehaw, uh, brother. That kind of thing, kind of like no, like he was actually like a rodeo. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Like, yeah, like he was in it for a while. Interesting. Um, and some of his songs are like I really like, and some of it I just can't get by. Uh, some other stuff, but mm-hmm. 
This was actually a, a pretty good song. Okay. Uh, best Country Album, A Beautiful Time by Willie Nelson won. Uh, definitely Growing Up should have won by Luke Combs or so Ashley took McBride. This uh, definitely had a uh, argument as the, well. The Grammys took the L with the country. Yeah, Willie Nelson. Did, yeah. I, I Willie Nelson promise you I didn't listen to that album, but I promise you it's not a good album. <laughs> All right. There uh, best Rap Performance, The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick a- Lamar. I know a- you were also pissed about this. Uh, actually, I, I'm, I'm surprised this one, and I you know think the right one won. Can I tell you the win- what the winner of this should have been? God did or Vegas? It should have been Jay-Z's verse and God did. <laughs> Jay-Z's verse, Scratch out everything else. <laughs> That's fair. It should have just been. That's fair. That was the best verse oh, I heard all year. Yeah, that was a great-ass verse. Um, I missed that. They performed that at the yeah. Grammys. I missed that performance. Did I'm you sure see it? Was it was dope. I haven't seen it. They're no. literally just sitting around a table. Like, uh, Is it outside? Didn't they do it like outside or somewhere? So. No? They're okay. literally just sitting at a like a huge table. Okay. Uh, kind of like the Last Supper. Oh, okay. And they're just like each person has a microphone, and, and DJ Khaled probably going, "We the best." And we so the he best. like stood up a couple times, of course. Shit, but like when Jay Z's literally just sitting there with the mic, just spit. It was, and they're like sitting there like talking and laughing and shit. It was cool. That's kind of fire. Yeah, Jay Z's verse in yeah, that is crazy, fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, best rap song, also the Heart Part Five by hey. Kendrick. Hey, I was there nothing any- to say. I love that song. I. Uh, yeah, I that song is so amazing. It's the perfect perfect appetizer to the album. Did did, did you listen to that song at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, Worthy of a win. Yeah, uh, the the nominees were kind of weak. That's fair. Churchill, Churchill Downs is a good song, but that's not a. Great I don't one. know. I I'm not the biggest Jack Harlow guy. Yeah, but Drake's verse in that is. Yeah, no, for sure. For awesome. Sure. Uh, best rap album. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by the, the, the correct one got the got the win. Oh, I was nerv- I was nervous they were gonna pull a Macklemore over Good Kid Mad City again and have Jack Harlow win, but uh they gave it to the right one. I thought he yep. gave a Kendrick came up and gave a really cool speech um talking about how you know, thanking the fans for allowing him to make a vulnerable album like this, um, in a song. I think he, he mentioned Mother I Sober, which is the crux of the album. Um, I, I've given my takes on this album many of times. Yeah. Um, I love it. So, best new artist, Samara Joy. I want to play a game with you. <laughs> How many of these can you name? Okay. Do you know uh, Anita? You're gonna list song. Oh, people. Okay. Do you know Anita? Anita. I've heard of it. I don't. I couldn't name you a song. I've heard of her. But. Okay. Omar Apollo. I have heard of him. Um, I haven't heard a song, but I know like Tyler the Creator was like boasting about how that was his favorite album of the year. Do Domi and J D Beck. I don't know them. Mooney Long. Nope. The winner, Samira Joy. Nope. I don't know her. Lotto. Yes, she's the rapper, Big Dick Energy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mainskin. Um. Yes, they are the band who did the. Um, what is that song? You would recognize it. It's probably their most popular song if you looked him up on Apple. Great. Yeah. Toby, whatever. Yeah, I, I have heard of him. He's a okay. singer. Molly Tuttle? Mm, no, I assume she's a country singer. And my though. personal favorite, <laughs> Wet Leg. <laughs> nope. Wet Leg. Rock band, maybe? What a fucking name. Yeah. Uh, if any of these people walked in the studio right now, 
I wouldn't have a single interview question for them besides Rip. who are you. Yep. I don't know any of these people. You don't, you don't know any of them? I mean, Lotto, yeah, I, I know the song. That, yeah, yeah, but like if you just said that name, I'd just like, give you a like stare. Like or anything. Like, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's uh, got to be the worst year for yeah, the best it, artist yeah, ever. And no. maybe it's just I'm almost 30, so I'm old and out of You're out, the, of, the, out, out of, touch, of the music but. game a little bit. No, yeah. I They're not really big recognizable names. Pathetic. Yeah. But congrats. But congrats. Record of the year. The winner was About Damn Time by Lizzo. Nice, nice. Um, I got to look at the other. I'll tell you, I'm surprised it wasn't Easy on Me by Adele. That would have sure. been my guess. Yeah. Honestly, I would have said Break My Soul by Beyonce. But, I mean, either any of those, I would be okay with winning. I mean, a lot of good songs on this list. Um, and then yeah. our... Um, these are our favorite two categories: record of the year and, and song, song of the year. Because we never get if you could tell us what the yeah. difference is, that'd be great. I think on the on Grammy's website they say what it is. I just never yeah. put it in here. <laughs> so I think my record of the year is like all the of the composition of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Song of the year uh, is just like that by Bonnie Raitt. Right? Mm, couldn't tell you. I never heard. I don't, that I don't song. know. I don't know that song. Um. I was kind of hoping Bad Habit would Yeah, win. Bad Habit would I love that fun. song. And I really like that album. But uh, yeah, or Beyonce. I, I was a big fan of Beyonce's album. Um, I'm also surprised All Too Well didn't win. People all too love well. that song. T-Swift, the 10-minute oh, version. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't even know. And album of the year was Harry's House by yeah. Harry Styles. So I think a lot of people were kind of pissed that it won. I, I, on the Twitter sphere, um, I know Bad Bunny had a super popular out. It's a Spanish speaking album, uh, but it held the top Billboard album for months on end. And I think he had the biggest tour, and probably had the biggest tour. So I think a lot of people were like popularity wise wanted him to win. Um, I would have personally probably give. I mean, obviously, you know, I would have given it to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers if I had to choose. Be Brandy Carlisle. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But. if I had to actually make a pick and choose who I would have predicted, I would have picked Beyonce. Um, so yeah, I they give it to the white dude, of course. It's um, fucked up. Um, I will say uh, one piece I didn't throw in the category in which she won and broke the record, but we have to acknowledge it. Beyonce with her win for uh, best dance electronic album for Renaissance. When, um, she is the sole leader for Grammy wins overall with 32 very so, deserving she's the goat she's awesome um yeah um so in that regard i would have thought they would have given that to her for album of the year but what do i know guess not guess not do you know who bad bunny just went on a date with kendall jenner hey, hey you do know haha <laughs> yeah i heard that um it's interesting man's music career is gonna go down the drain <laughs> true true um yeah did you watch the grammys i did not i yeah. saw a lot of the like clips and performances but i didn't yeah. watch that i didn't so watch the i watched like the like maybe 10 minutes of yeah it. i i i'm trying to remember if i threw on the last of us in real time or if i watched most of the grammys and then just went to bed uh, I, I it's a such a long ass show um your boy is an old man and has to get to bed at a certain time but uh yeah i didn't watch the whole thing so um but yeah the 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 performances I did see, I enjoyed. Um, I thought it was fine. Can we one- talk about the history of rap? 
Yeah, yeah. Did Actually, you watch I, that? no, I did watch that. I yeah, I should have I should have put that on there. I thought it was super cool all the way through. Um, yeah, Let me ask me you just this. being me. Let me I, ask you this. Yeah, okay. Over under four and a half. How, did you, how many songs did you know? I know most of the songs. Okay, I really did. I did um, not. I I knew most of the songs. My beef with it, which me just yeah, being the very end. Yeah, yeah, an old head, and you know this is where I'm going. They. I think could have picked better artists to l- do the new generation. Like, okay, cool, little baby and Glorilla, and th- like, okay, if you want to keep them. But they had a prime opportunity to include like Kendrick or Drake or someone. You had Jay Z there. You had yeah. Lil Wayne there. You had like these yeah, superstars. The, all we there, got from like, the 2000s was Nelly, and then for some reason, Busta Rhymes verse from Look at Me Now. Yeah, yeah I couldn't believe it. Right, I couldn't believe it that we had Busta Rhymes do the whole. Everybody got fifteen seconds, and then he and then does they his whole Busta verse. two minutes. Right, I was like, "What the hell are we doing?" I promise you, we can tell the history of rap without Busta freaking Rhymes yeah. doing his just gibberish. I was just surprised because I thought that Kendrick, I thought Kendrick was on the list of performers, and so I was thinking, okay, he's gonna do it in in the history of rap, and then he didn't. I, I just I thought that was the prime opportunity to lead it to. Somebody who's actually going to pass the torch, but no, but it yeah. was fine. It it was cool. Could have been way better. Yeah, no, it could have been. And honestly, logistically, I'm sure it was hard. You no, have yeah. to get all those people. But they're and, there. Right. You have Wayne and Jay-Z, no, two it, of the top five rappers of all time in anybody's list. Right, right. And you don't use them. Yeah, it's tough for sure. For sure. Um, the other thing that people were chirping about on online was uh, they had this weird thing where they ha- they had like a group of fans and they sat them around a table and each they had a different segment for each album of the year, but they had a fan arguing for why mm. the artist should win album of the year. I thought it was kind of interesting, but people are like, why the hell are they doing this? <laughs> I don't know. It was something different, I guess, but... Um, kind of interesting. Um, moving on. Do you have any other Grammy takes? No. Okay. Moving on. Just um, l- kind of a look ahead at 2023. Are there any albums, songs, artists that you're looking forward to? I, uh, I know we talked about it on the yeah. Best of Pod, but um, I'll tell you I, what I'm most sad about is that Rihanna is not going to be dropping a fucking album. Well, she did say though um, she was in like British Vogue or whatever. She said she wants to drop it this yeah, year, yeah, but with sure. her having a kid, yeah. I mean, it's not like she's going to go on tour. Yeah, you know, I don't know. So that doesn't give her a whole lot of incentive to drop an album to then go on tour. Yeah, kind of annoying. We definitely want Riri. Um, there are some albums that I I'm aw- have been announced that I am excited about. College Park by Logic. Um, we know that Logic has retired a couple times. Yeah. This is his it's independent. Like a, it's like a Brett Favre. Yeah, his independent uh, debut album. Um, I have high expectations, especially after. Well, vinyl vinyl days was okay, um, but if it's anything like No Pressure, I'm I'm excited for it. It comes out tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, whatever. Miley Cyrus, I actually. Huh? Flowers is kind of being played because if you turn on any sort of oh, radio, yeah. that's all you hear. But I do really like that song. Um, so I'm definitely going to be intrigued to listen to the album, Endless Summer Vacation. That comes out March 10th. Um, Black with uh, the six 
you know, six lack is actually pronounced black. Just announced an album since I have a lover um, that comes out March 24th. I believe it's been six years, five years since his last album. So high expectations for that. Um, kind of a R and low lo-fi R and B vibe, if that's what you're in for. Um, one that I am really excited about. I love this man's first album, and then he went and canceled himself for some fucking weird reason. Um, so his second album didn't get as much love. But um, Daniel Caesar, he has an album calling Never en- called Never Enough coming out in April, and he's put out a couple singles, and I've really really enjoyed them. He has one called uh, Do You Really Like Me. Fucking love that song. Really excited to hear what he's going to come with. Other ones that we're just like thinking that might drop. J. Cole, he's been kind of teasing the fall off. I would have to think it's coming soon. I put Riri on this list. And then I threw in Eminem with a question mark just because we haven't heard from him for a while. I could see him maybe popping up potentially. I don't know. Um, any any other artists you want to throw in the list? Any country boys, uh, girls? I will just say Kelsey Ballerini okay. uh, dropped a little EP about her very public divorce. Okay, uh, If you're in your fields and need some sad music, that's a good little album. She also did like a, uh, like a Taylor Swift, Beyonce, where there's like videos for all okay. the songs. Yep. It's I'm always a fan of that. And it's, it's actually pretty good. So I uh, would definitely recommend that for the the sad folks out there or the country folks the sad country folk all right cool um all right let's uh move right along to sports um the big thing that happened that's kind of old news now but we can still kind of talk about it is the super bowl uh kansas city chiefs beat the philadelphia eagles 38 to 35 we watched this together um i thought it was a pretty good game that was a great game. yeah it was really fun entertaining game um they're gonna be some people who cry and complain about the the call at the end it was pass interference right or was it holding 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 in the end see the thing the thing that where people are bitching they're gonna bitch that um like like how are you gonna bitch that it's the right call but you not to make it in that time i just yeah that argument falls flat i think on it also falls flat when the guy comes out and says yeah i definitely held him and was just hoping they wouldn't call Oh, i didn't see that yeah but he came out right after the game and said that that's funny um yeah so there's that um i don't know any what are your what were your takeaways from the game Oh, it was just it was a fun game. It's just Mahomes is inevitable at right. this point. I mean, I'm inevitable. Yeah, it's kind of scary to think about what he could do with uh, like when you think about like towards the end of his career, what right. all of his stats and records and rings and all of that could be. I mean, it's yeah, we're, I, we're I've I've said this multiple witnessing greatness. Right, I've said this multiple times about Mahomes. I just never thought he was going to be what he is going into the NFL. Oh yeah, no, same. I was dead you know? wrong. Dead wrong. Right, right. Couldn't have been more. There's not a player in the world that I've ever been like more wrong about than Mahomes. Yeah, and he he is so fun to watch. Oh, he's so fun. Incredible. I just I think both of these teams are going to be good for a long time. Yeah, I'm um, be so sure about that. Really? Uh, which one? Uh, the team Eagles. Lost. Really? Yeah. Fuck them. Who are who are they losing? That makes well, they're you just going to have to pay hurts a lot of money. Yeah, that's and fair. So they're going to have to lose out on some of their good players yeah around there okay and they lost like all of their coaches yeah the other question on the opposite end uh the the chief side is um how long is 
Andy Reid going to stay? Yeah, you said he's coming back. I mean, if I were him, I'd stay there until they fire me. But yeah, true. We have different lifestyles, so <laughs> true, true. He's drawing mustaches on people and winning, winning the Super Bowls. Cashes or the checks are still cashing, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, super fun game. Uh, what did you think of the halftime? We got to talk about the halftime show. Yeah, really. I enjoyed it. I mean, every, I think us like everybody else were like, "Is she pregnant?" Right. I think Are it was more than anything a pregnancy announcement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I I think it was a good reminder. Like, I think people forget how many hits Rihanna right. had. Like, just bang her, and she didn't even play them all. Right. And she could have done more. She could have. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it wasn't the most theatrical. Right. But I would rather. Like to me, I would rather have hit after hit than like theatrics. Yeah, that's fair. In recent year, like bring it wasn't what, better what, what than would last you, year. What would you say is theatric? Would you say last year was more theatrical, or would you say last like, year the was a combo? Was more theatric, the weekend theatrical. was theatrical. Okay, okay. See, I enjoyed the week just because I'm a weekend fan. Yeah, but, I mean, I like the weekend, but yeah. like it was. Yeah. For sure, I get, I get it. Yeah, Rihanna. I thought Rihanna did a really good job. Like you said, great songs. Um, more than anything, I think it was a pregnancy announcement. But yeah, that's just 100%. a flex how she uh, does it. I, I thought it was cool how ASAP Rocky was in the crowd filming yeah. her, and that was that was pretty cool. Um, overall, thumb thumbs up for the halftime show for yep. me. Um, and then, honestly, think I wrote I put this on there, but I I. You might have some that pop out. I'm going to say commercials. Did any commercials pop out to you that you can? I'm trying remember? to think of like what. Is, I know I can't really remember. The any only that ones stuck like I really remember were like the uh, Caddyshack commercials. They did like two where they like act like repraised Caddyshack. Like Tony Romo was oh, Bill Murray's character. Yeah, yeah. Those were pretty good. I thought but, the one uh, Mouse Teller dancing on the phone. I think it was a Bud Light commercial. Yeah, but it was funny. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It no, was nothing that really like stuck with me. I guess. Yeah, it was pretty flat. At least it wasn't all like super the depressing, depressing ones. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, overall a fun Super Bowl. Um, can't wait for football to be back. Uh, I'll be honest uh, with you. You're not watching the XFL. Are, are Are you watching? Hell no, I'm not watching. Um, what about the USFL? Bad football. Right. A bunch of players. Are there any like names? The are there any like names in that league? There's a couple. AJ McCarron's one of the quarterbacks from Jeez. Bama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Gordon. Who? What are like, what like what are they doing like anything different like yeah something like, so like is it make the, it fun to watch? I don't know. Uh, so they have like so the two are three on kickoffs. They're like the players are like five yards apart on like the twenty five yard line. The kicker's where he normally is. Okay. And he kicks it down, and like all of the players, are don't they like, have to like wait for the for something? him to catch it, right? And then that way it reduces injuries, right? And okay, makes it more entertaining, I guess. Uh, they have a three point play for okay. so you can go for the extra point, go for two, or go for three. Uh, which so there was one game I didn't watch, but I saw team was down like fifteen or something. They scored a touchdown, went for three, got it. And then the onside kicks, instead of like a normal onside kick that no one recovers nowadays, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it's if you want to go for it, you have to declare it. And the offense is on the field, and it's uh, 4th and 15. And so they have to you know, get 16 yards for a successful onside kick. Oh. And so the team that – So that, that takes place at the onside kick. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And so, like, the team that got the three-point conversion onside kick that got it went down and scored a touchdown and won a game. Huh. 
So that's, like that's interesting. Yeah, that that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's but outside cool. of that, I don't think there's any. Does the USFL have any different, or is that just like an off-brand? NFL? I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Because I it, that's coming up too, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't give a shit about off NFL leagues. Yeah. It's just bad football. I can't watch it. Right. Yeah. And then I put a little March Madness preview on this uh, doc. I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched really a lick of college basketball. So have you heard about the Alabama story? Because I think that's well, the I only do know story that, worth I covering. I do know that like they're probably going to be a one seed, which from the outside looking in, if I haven't watched a lick of college basketball, it's like Bama's good at basketball now? <laughs> yeah. But, so that's so kind of weird. Heard? But no, I haven't heard the story. Okay. So – they have saving coaching them. Is no, that the story? No. So they have one of the best players in the country. He's a freshman. A lot of people compare him to Kevin Durant. Okay. Uh, he's probably like the second or third best draft prospect because there's a one in a lifetime guy that's overseas. Um, he's probably one of, if not the best player in college basketball. Okay. So like a month ago, one of their players shot and killed somebody. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So they kicked him off the team. And then there was, like, a report that came out that that guy drove to the scene, brought the gun, and gave it to the guy who then shot and killed the guy. Um, and didn't they say, like, wrong place, wrong time? I think I did think, I did hear that part. <laughs> okay. I didn't know it that's was what the coach basketball. But then I guess the lawyer for the player came out and said, like, we're giving over our text messages, like, anything. He's cooperating because – he truly did not know what was going on. Like his buddy called him, he drove there and picked him up afterwards. This is the stud basketball player. Yeah, that you're just talking about. Yeah, Jesus. that like he just drove there and like picked the guy up and had no idea what was happening. Yeah. So there's like conflicting reports on did he actually give him the gun? Right. Did he not? Yeah, that's was he there? Interesting. Like, yeah, it's and he that's played. La- so all of that like came out two days ago. Oh wow! And okay. then he played last night and oh, he had, he dropped 41 and oh, hit no. a game winner. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's that's just crazy. like that is weird. Crazy shit. Yeah, that that's interesting. But I didn't I guess I didn't I did hear I did see the wrong place, wrong time. I guess I didn't know it was shockingly dumb that the coach would say that. But right, right. Alrighty then. I will just say like there's no great team this year, which makes it fun because Is Purdue the favorite or Um no, I mean I think they'll be a one seed. They'll probably be a one seed. They've stumbled stumbled the last few games, okay. but um yeah, there's no like overwhelming favorite at this point. Yeah. I think Houston's ranked number one right, right. now. Okay. Um, are are you try are you gonna try to go to uh March Madison in the, at the well? Absolutely not. Really? Oh no. My ass will be I take the oh, two days off. Wanna, yeah. I'll be parked on my couch for That's four right. days. I think in it'd the be fun dead. to go though. I would I would go if I so, like, didn't orig- have to sit in no, the nosebleeds, like, but it it was kinda cool like when the bracketologies like predict. Mm-hmm. Um, the Des Moines region had Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, okay, and someone. It was like all Midwest teams, and I was like, "Damn, that would actually be kind of cool." Right. But I don't know what. Hasn't Iowa State lost a little as a late, yeah, so they're probably yeah. not going to be in Des Moines now, is it, or is it still? I mean, they like could, they might, they could, okay, um, just be, not as high a seat as yeah, originally thought. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. So they do like the playoff where they. Um, for college football, you know, they do the weekly show where they show right. the bracket and yeah. stuff. So they just did their first one for college basketball. Oh, okay. And Iowa State was like a three seed, but okay. then they lost right. two games. So right. they'll probably fall a little bit. Yeah. I need to – so do conference tournaments start at the end of fe- – like are we almost there? Uh, Not 
it's I'm going to the Big Twelve tournament actually. Oh, you are cool. Um, it's March, so it's the f- probably first week of March or maybe second. Second, I think it's the tenth. Okay, I think. So we're almost there. Almost there. So I need to start paying attention to college yes. basketball. Okay. Right. And we're looking at Iowa's going to make it. Iowa State's going to make it. And Drake's probably the favorite in the Missouri Valley. So yeah. we could have three Very cool. Iowa teams. Um, Any, like, any sleeper teams that right now we should be aware of? or Hard to know. It's hard to tell yeah, before to you tell. get the bracket. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. The other fascinating storyline is, I, you know, I'm a North Carolina fan. Yeah. North Carolina was preseason number one. Okay. And right now they're not in the tournament. Oh, wow. It'll be the first time ever that the AP number one team wouldn't make the NCAA huh. tournament. So Interesting. That's kind of an interesting storyline yeah. to see if they can make are, it or Are not. any of the other Blue Bloods down this year? I mean, Kentucky and Duke aren't great this year. They're yeah. going to make it, but neither of them are, like, real championship contenders sure um, i always feel like villanova and georgetown like flip-flop like one oh, they're yeah. always either yeah, good no. or bad or georgetown's awful they're awful awful uh they've won like one conference game in three years ripping the chat. uh villanova's really down this year their coach retired so this is their first year without jay Wright. Rip. so he's they're not i didn't even know that yeah they're not very good this year uh kansas who won it last year is pretty freaking good they're not as good as they have been in years past but they'll probably be a is uh, Virginia good? Virginia's they, they've been good, good the past they, few years, right? They got beat by one of the worst teams in the ACC last night. Really? Yeah. So that's why I mean. It's just wide yeah. open. Like there's wide just open. no dominant. Like Gonzaga's not that great this huh. year. So interesting. It's gonna be a well, fun tournament. Should be fun. It's always a fun time. That that spring break, oh, sitting absolutely. down and watching basketball all day for a couple days oh, straight. Yeah. All right. Any uh, anything else in sports? I don't think so. We, baseball season, yeah, baseball's coming. We we got the Subway Series. I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be sick. All right, that is our show uh, for this round. Uh, I'm Trey Lessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Catslieri. This is Are You Entertained? And uh, as always, we'll be back for more. And thanks for watching. Peace. Peace.